Hello friends and how are you today? I'm speaking to you from paradise. I took some days off with my family because um, I live in Barcelona and in uh, Catalonia, in the province of Catalonia, I guess, no, I'm, I'm, I don't know, I think it's in the whole of Spain or just everywhere in the world. I never really know these things, but they celebrate San Juan which is a holiday that uh, characterizes itself by the use of fireworks like there's no tomorrow. So uh, Barcelona is now uh, looking like a war zone or sounds like a war zone, 24 hours a day of fucking fireworks and kids throwing firecrackers and things and it's freaking out my dog completely. <coughs> and my son also does not like fireworks so uh, the wife and I thought fuck it let's get out of Barcelona and so we're up here in uh, near Girona and if you could only see what I see it's just amazing and it gave me some uh, something to think about S traveling something I've been thinking about and because uh, our our culture our idiosyncrasy you know feeds the thought that traveling is good, that uh, you gotta know and you gotta go and know other cultures, expose yourself to other people, um, you know, know other places, feel other climates, enjoy different bacteria, get diarrheas, vomits, get raped, I don't know, whatever the experience is. <laughs> um, and let me tell you a little story. Back in 2008, I was uh, very fortunate, very, very fortunate to uh, get an invitation by uh, His Holiness the Dalai Lama to assist a class of his in Dharamsala, in Maklot Yong, in India. And uh, <clears throat> long story short, I quit my job that same day and uh, bought the first ticket out of Barcelona to New Delhi and, uh, and on my way I was. Uh, this must have been, well, it's been quite a while now, so it must have been, uh, what, maybe, I think it was March or April, well, anyways, uh, I got there and it was hot as fuck, I mean, hot like you've never seen before, I, I think in Delhi when I got there it was 47 degrees Celsius, and it got up to 49 and the humidity, well, it, it was horrendous, it was horrendous. However, the story I want to share with you is not my experience with the Dalai Lama, it's not the, <coughs> the whole cultural uh, drowning that I was in India, because uh, one thing I've learned is that I don't give a fuck where you've lived before, I don't care where you have uh, experienced the hardest situations in your life, nothing, nothing. Can prepare you for India. It is intense beyond belief. It is everything and more that you have ever thought you were capable of enduring. Anyways, <laughs> I had this uh, very typical Spanish sandals, which are called Mallorquinas, if you want to look them up, just so you understand what the concept I want to reach is, which have a little thing at the back that holds your ankle. And uh, so I was walking in New Delhi, just sweating my ass off like a motherfucker when suddenly I realized shit my sandal is not broken or torn but cut I mean this was a surgical move it was cut that thing that holds the back of your ankle cut damn fuck not 
two seconds afterwards, this little kid, probably 9, 10, 11 years old, jumps in front of me. Sir, I can fix that for you. I look at him and go, motherfucker. <laughs> so I told him, listen, I'll, I'll pay you whatever you charge for fixing me this, but tell me how you did that, man, because you did it. You're not going to bullshit me. This is not torn. As I said, I didn't, I didn't stumble upon anything. I wasn't walking on stones or on cactus, nothing. And it is cut. So you got to tell me how the fuck you did that quick move. He didn't. He didn't tell me. I couldn't get it out of him. But I did endure with him a little conversation while sitting in a very, very dirty street in New Delhi. And as we sat there and he was fixing my sandal, you know, he asked me where I was from. I said, Spain. So he started asking me about the country. And I said, well, this and that. I started, you know, explaining to him the, our culture, how we do things, the things we celebrate, the, <laughs> you know, how we relate to each other, how we see outside people, at least from my perspective, and things. And, and, and after me speaking for about 20 minutes, he, the kid just looked up at me and said, well, shit. He didn't say, well, shit, but... <laughs> to these words he said well isn't it weird that you can come and visit my country and I will never ever have the possibility to come and visit your country and that that phrase fucking triggered something in me you know so shit it, it, it is true it is so true how, how, how patriarchal we are in, in everything we do what the fuck do we think we are? I mean, we, we, we install ourselves in the thought that traveling, go, meet cultures, meet people and things. But it's always us knowing everybody else. Because when we travel, we're expats. You know, we're, we're, we're people seeking adventure. We're, we're looking for new frontiers. But when they travel, they're fucking migrants and illegals. You know, and, and from the tourists that we get from them are usually the millionaires of their society, the pieces of shit in their culture who come here and go and they only go to these uh, freaking high-end shops to buy the latest Louis Vuitton and shit. They, you will rarely, very rarely see uh, an Indian guy in this case, for example, with a backpack getting to know Spain in this case, you know. I, I, the fuck, I'll pay you if you ever find one of those. No. The, the, the Indian guys who come here are usually the very, very, very high class who come here to spend thousands of dollars in, in Rolex or whatever the fuck they can get there. So it's this perspective that troubles me. You know, how even in the most uh, mundane and, 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 and simple things, we install our patriarch's uh, attitude towards it, you know, because we, uh, I insist, we... We keep telling our youngs, yeah, get a backpack, go there, get to know the world, expose yourself, you know, put yourself in dangerous situations. But because we can do that, because we, because we have protection walls all around us, because chances are that whatever happens to you, if it's not definite, if it's not, if it's not mortal, you'll be okay. You know, because you can always call someone here to get you back. You can always go to the embassy and get you back. There's a thousand million solutions for you. Whereas for them, there's none. There's absolutely none. And then there's another issue that most of us, 
and I mean most of us, I'm not saying all of us, but most of us, when we travel, we require the minimum commodities that we enjoy at home. Okay? Again, I'm generalizing. Let me light my cigarette. Hold on. I'm generalizing, but most of us, when we travel, wherever we travel, we seek uh, the comforts that we have at home, or at least the minimum comforts that we have at home. So, the, so what we do is we, we, we take a little piece of our world, install it in their world, and from there watch their world. So we, it's, like a, it's like a lookout place. You know, We have our own safe haven here within them, but we can look at them. And maybe we can participate in some things that we do. And, uh, and I'll wear some sandals and some Hawaiian shirt and, and go there and mingle with them and dance with them for two hours. And, but then I'll come back to my safe heaven where I have internet, where I have cable TV or, or whatever. I'm, as always, I'm talking out of my ass, but this is the general feeling of, of this. <laughs> and this goes farther into that because this whole traveling with our own world to other countries has made other countries recognize that the only way they can make money is through creating an infrastructure that will support us okay so so and that is a destroyer of cultures and of nations ah uh, there is a small country in the border between Mozambique and South Africa the country is called Swaziland if you've never heard of it look it up it's a very very beautiful country very small and very non-African geographically speaking it's very mountains the weather is cool it's like a little Switzerland in uh, in Africa however they have a very specific culture and their their, 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 their tribe is called the Maswati tribe they have a king in blau you can look that up if you want but it has become so popular that all their dances, all their cultural heritage, all their uh, uh, artistic endeavors that, they, that they've created through millennia are now only and exclusively used to attract tourism. So you go to the hotel in Swaziland, in the capital, Babane, or you go into any animal resort, which they have a few, please look them up. It's worth it. <laughs> and it's not a well-known country, so it's very worth it. And you go into in this, in this safari lodge or something. And the whole fucking tribe from the nearest village will come and dance for you. While you sit there with your beer and, and ha 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 and all the... It's so fucking patronizing it makes me sick and in Swaziland there's very little left outside the entertainment of tourism because they have created so much infrastructure they have become so dependent on tourism that it now everything in their culture and in their country being such a small country focuses on entertaining you so that you can come back and I say it's worth it it's very worth it look it up Swaziland but that's the damage we have done with this. And I'm not going to go back into <laughs> back in time into other ways of traveling, colonization and all that shit. No, no, no. You already know that, so I won't bore you with that. But this modern idea that traveling is good. It is good. It is good. If you really travel, if you go and meet the real people, if you go and live with them, if you go and endure the things that they're enduring, not just watch from a glass protection wall like we all do, or at the moment, we all do know, I'm generalizing, huh? there's always cool people around the world and I've met many of them, but the vast majority don't give a fuck, they just want to go and have their 
commodities and watch everything goes by and then catch a plane and come back i don't entirely agree with that um with that way of traveling i've committed those mistakes myself plenty of times plenty of times shit all of the times i guess every time i've traveled i have gathered some secure mm, haven from which i can act and this is natural i understand there is some naturality added to it we can i don't know we're very fragile in that sense right we're very fragile but then we don't at the same time recognize that fragility on people who come you know who people who may not have the means to that we have to 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 create that protective igloo in their culture they don't have that to be installed in our culture so when they come to us uh, we we act in a different way you know the, uh, it's very fucked up and uh, <clears throat> i hope you understand what i'm what i'm saying uh this is something i've been thinking about lately because we've been thinking about traveling with my family and blah 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 and and, and since i have this seed in my head it has um Well, I've got my doubts whether I want to travel, whether I'd rather just stick. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, whether I stick to, <coughs> to 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 my own country, for example. Why should I go and spend five thousand euros, which ninety-nine uh, will go to a hotel or to a, a foreign company to go and visit Thailand? You know, where I know the money, all the money I'm spending is not going to stay there and it's breaking the fucking culture why shouldn't why shouldn't i just stay here in my country get to know everything there is here to know like for example where i am now near girona this is a, an amazing place i'd rather spend the money here because it's it's a, not because of selfish uh, nationalistic interest because it is my world because it is my surroundings it is where i belong and because i don't want this place is to become what Swaziland has become you know I don't want this beautiful uh, country house I'm in being taken over by drunk Britons which is about to happen you know, it won't take long before they find this out and they've got the money they've got the means and they don't give a fuck so they can come here <laughs> get this place for pennies compared to their salaries and shit and they'll have an idyllic place to just go fucking wild and before you know it This place are gone, like Swaziland is gone, like many places in Thailand is, are gone, like most of the world is gone, thanks to our, our need to travel and need to bring everything that we have be with us, you know, not materialistic, but uh, in, the, in the sense of a need. So uh, my suggestion is uh, next time you travel, which I suggest you do, ironically try you know give give it a shot give if you want to know a culture don't lie to yourself thinking that that from a five star or three star hotel you will get to know what the real culture is about no i mean if you have the means if you have if you if you don't have any major responsibilities like little kids or something like that just immerse yourself you know you won't take anything else but positive things out of it And, uh, and leave there as much as you can, leave as much money as you can, as much knowledge as you can, and as, at, at the least garbage and the least uh, contamination of your thoughts towards those people, because they also, because they have become so um, sub, 
how would I say it, what would be the word, they have become so uh, dependent on us that somehow we are what they look up for. Because now they have been exposed to, to this quality of life, if you want to call it that, I would call it unquality of life, but now they know that and they have created that as their paragon as to what success is. And that's not true. It is not true. Think about it and let me know what you think. In the meantime, I'm going to leave you with those thoughts and I'm going to keep enjoying this beautiful, beautiful place I'm in before the fucking British come and fuck it all up. Keep well and I'll speak to you soon.